Hello everyone and welcome to Real Talk No Gimmicks with Haley, Demi, and Aaron. We hope everyone has had a good week and is ready to listen to our second episode of season two because we have lots to talk about today and things to discuss with you guys that will hopefully serve as a supplement for your already busy week. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram at Real Talk No Gimmicks. So if you're ready for your weekly dose of realness, just keep on listening. Okay, guys, we kind of feel like our listeners may not know us all that well, which is why we decided to do a little game of two truths and a lie. If you've never heard of this game, each person is going to say three things about themselves, and two of them are true, and one is a lie, and the rest of us have to figure out the lie. So we're going to get started on that little game. So Demi, if you want to get us started. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so number one. I almost burned down the house with a pretzel. Two, I accidentally kissed a boy in third grade. And three, I have broken some fingers but never got a cast. I think the lie is that you never, you broke fingers and never got a cast. You never told me about that you kissed a guy. (laughs) Lie. (laughs) Is that your final answer, guys? Okay, Mm -hmm. well, so can you repeat the can you repeat that just one more time sorry yes number one i burned down i almost burned down the house with a pretzel two i accidentally kissed a boy in third grade and three i have broken some fingers but never got a cast okay i'm guessing obviously it's like one of the last two and i demi i feel like is kind of accident prone so maybe the truth is the finger one so i think I don't know. Okay, I'm I'm gonna say that the lie is the the kiss thing. Haley, I think the lie is that you've broken fingers but never got a cast. Okay. Aaron is right. <laughs> the actual lie is I never. I actually I accidentally kissed a boy. That's the lie. And then the truth is I broke some fingers and almost burned down the house. Yeah. When did you break fingers? When okay, so you gotta explain. How did you almost break like fingers? Okay, this is gonna be so embarrassing. So I was very wild in elementary. I've done a lot of things, played soccer, kick a lot of guys, and all that stuff. Um, I remember this one time while playing soccer, I punted the ball, but instead of punting the ball, I kicked my middle finger. So like it was one step, two step, whoosh kicked my middle finger, broke it, never got a cast, and told no one. And then there was another time I did the exact same thing like the next year. And then another time I smashed my thumb with a car door and it was so black, so red. I saw some peppers on and I'm like, oh, that's great. So yeah. (laughs) Peppers? Like I saw a lot of black dots. It was black dots that looked a lot like peppers. So yeah, yes, I thought you were talking about chili peppers. No. I was like, oh, like red things growing off her hand. I was like, what? 
know. My thumb was red. I will tell you that my thumb was red. It was black. It was disgusting. But yeah. Well, I'm glad your fingers are okay. <laughs> yes. And I still have the scar. Oh my god. <laughs> Girl. Okay. Thank you, Demi, for your two treats and a lie. Now is my turn, and I'm just gonna preface and say that mine aren't as interesting, but we're just gonna go ahead and do it anyway. So my three are okay so number one is i cut my brother's eyelashes once um the second one is my mom and i have the same middle name and then the third one is my favorite movie growing up was aladdin so you guys can guess which one's the lie that's the first one yeah you cut your brother's eyelashes you think that's the lie yes okay so that's your final answer yes Okay. Well, that's actually the truth, and the second one was a lie. Really? Didn't you tell us that your mom's middle name was... Wait, what's your mom's middle name? My mom doesn't have a middle name. What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so lying. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, yeah, the truth is I cut my brother's eyelashes... The lie is that my mom and I have the same middle name, and the truth is that my favorite movie growing up was Aladdin. So my mom doesn't doesn't have a middle name, and my middle name is Maria, but we don't have obviously we don't have the same middle name. She doesn't have a middle name, and uh, yeah. Did I tell you guys that I cut my brother's eyelashes or no? No, all this time I thought you told us that you and your mom shared the same middle name. That's what I remember. I've done that once in my life. <laughs> I have dementia or brain fart. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, let's go. okay I guess it's my turn to share so the first one is I'm somewhat of a perfectionist the second one is I know how to style my hair well by myself and the third one is I took piano lessons as a toddler either the first one or the third one is a lie I think the first, okay, so the first, the second one was about hair and the first one with the perfectionist, right? Mm-hmm. I like the third one, I think I've heard you tell me that, that you took piano, so I'm going to keep that as the truth. I think you can do, you see, because her hair looks good every single day, so I'm really, like, I don't know if the second one's a lie or not. I think, I think the first one is, is the lie that you're a perfectionist. That's what I'm going to say. Mm. Okay, is that your final answer? So you said perfectionist, Aaron, and then Demi, what was yours? This is hard because, like, senior year, when you told us that you'd be studying for nine hours straight for one test, (laughs) (laughs) or calculus. That's what I'm saying. It's, like, hard. She's, like, um, you know what? I'm going to just go on a limb here and be, like, I think the last one, the third one, would be a lie. Okay, so the truth, the two truths, is I am somewhat of a perfectionist. Just a little bit, not a whole lot, just enough. And I did take piano lessons as a toddler. I did. So the lie is that I know how to style my hair well by myself. My hair is always done, but I usually don't do it by myself. Oh, see, I didn't listen to those keywords. That's what. But didn't you say that one time you like braided your hair? Yeah, but it didn't turn out like super cute. 
It was cute today. It, it was great. It was done, but it wasn't cute. <laughs> yeah, see, now I, now I see where the perfectionist thing is coming in because it probably looked great and not, and she's like, oh, this was not good. Oh my gosh, this one. <laughs> We're not going to argue on this podcast. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Well, um, now that we've you've gotten to know a little bit more about us, and honestly, I've gotten to learn a little more about my friends because I didn't know that Aaron didn't have the same middle name. <laughs> and I didn't know that Demi like kept punting her fingers when she was trying to kick a soccer ball. But I think a truth and a lie that all of us, even our listeners, you guys can relate to is the truth and a lie that comes with friendships. Because when you're in kindergarten and elementary school, everyone thinks that you're going to be friends with your classmates forever. And that best friend that you had in middle school is going to be the same best friend that you're going to have as a bridesmaid. And I think all of us can, can express that as you get older, you realize that that, in fact, is a lie. And the truth is that there are circles and pyramids. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about pyramids, circles and pyramids. And just to explain what that is before we dive in, a circle is like your circle of friends, your homies, your best friends, however you want to um, call it. And the pyramid is you as you elevate in life. And as you grow up, the pyramid or the levels that you have get more narrow. So at the base of the pyramid, maybe in elementary school, everyone's super cool and everyone's friends. But then as you start elevating and you get nearer to the top of your pyramid, maybe as you become more of an adult, you go off to college, you get married or have kids, that pyramid gets a little more narrow. So that means everyone can't fit. So what do you guys think about circles and pyramids? Well, first of all, I want to say that I love the analogy because I like when things are like, you know, kind of narrowed down and like simple for people to understand, including me. I like, I think that analogy is absolutely perfect. And I think it's so true that like, as you get older, and I think all of us have experienced this, that as you get older and you find yourself being more successful, you start noticing the people around you and who is fit for your life and who is not. And I know for a fact, like I've learned that in the last 18 years of my life. I remember it's just such an easy thing to say when you're five years old, like, yeah, we're going to be together forever. Like you meet that one little kid on the playground. It's just like, wow, like we're buddy, buddy. Like this is, this is life, you know? And then life actually really hits you. And then you move schools or, you know, move houses even or cities, whatever. And even though you may have their contact information, like things just, you know, kind of, you just move on. You, see that people have different personalities as they grow up and you find out that their goals are more different than yours and that's fine having different goals and stuff but sometimes like people's plans don't really align with yours and you just like you know grow apart and I mean like as it may seem sad in the moment but especially now like as my like circle is like becoming smaller and smaller I find it a lot better and like you know more sufficient that like my friend group is smaller because I have people because I've you know have more social skills now and I know to be with people you know who have somewhat of the same you know goal you know mentality going on and people who think alike you know have maybe the same kind of sense of humor and it's just like more enjoyable that way so I really like that analogy and I think it's like it's so perfect you know for everybody as they're growing up and for them to realize that hey you know, you make relationships all the time in your life, but some really, some relationships really aren't that good and they're not good for, you know, your well-being and as you're getting more successful, so. 
Yeah. Mm, I can definitely relate to Erin. I remember like being in second grade, third grade, I had <clears throat> 10 friends, maybe 11. And here I am with three. Actually, no, 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 two. And I'm very grateful for those two. You know, I'm grateful for Erin. I'm grateful for Haley. And like, I also have some friends as well, other friends beyond this friend group, beyond high school. But as Aaron mentioned, they're not necessarily like-minded. Like, of course, I love them with certain features, but like, were they there when I was going through the rough times? Of course not. And like, maybe they don't understand the kind of things I wanna do. They don't have the same mindset as I do. And that's why as I get older, as I mature more, I find myself with fewer and fewer people, but it's not just people that, you know, are just my friends. It's people that also have that same mindset, you know? So that's why I'm very grateful to have very few friends. Because you would think, even as little kids, you would think, oh yeah, let's just have 10 friends, 50 friends, everyone's my friends. But honey, no one knows you that much, okay? Very few people can know you, like know who you really are. And it's rare, it's unique. and yeah, that's all I can basically say is just it's good to have few friends because mm-hmm. in the long run, they will know you for who you are and they will appreciate you for who you are. I love that. And as you were talking, so many different ideas kind of rushed in my mind. And the first one, this is the last one that I wrote, but it's the first one that I think we should talk about. And it's understanding or differentiating um, the difference between acquaintances and friends. Because I think that's something that I didn't learn till recently, like maybe a couple of months ago, I started to really understand what a friendship looks like. And I think even when we're younger, we're quick to say like, oh, yeah, I met a new friend at school today. Like or like I met this like Aaron mentioned, like you make, meet somebody on the playground, like at the swings and you guys both like swing super high or something. So now that that girl or that guy becomes your friend. And then as you're get older that same mentality of like everyone's your friend automatically is something that we kind of carry and then I feel like we get super hurt when we realize that those people weren't our friends in the first place but it was kind of our fault because we didn't like differentiate the difference between what a friend is and what an acquaintance is and I can now after being friends with you all for so many years now can say that you guys are my friends Because a friend, I think, and you guys definitely should, like, jump in on this. I think a friend is someone, like Demi mentioned, is the ones that aren't just there for the great times, but those that are there for the bad times. And, you know, my dad at the bottom of his um, email, he has this, like, phrase on, like, every email he sends. And it says, "In in prosperity, our friends know us, but in adversity, we know our friends. And I think that is so true. And I think acquaintances can be our classmates sometimes. They could be the people you meet at the church house, that you meet at your volunteer group. Like everyone's not going to be your friend. I think the sooner we learn that, that in adversity, we learn our friends, like who is there for you when you are at your lowest, when you don't have that job anymore and you can't like buy everybody everything or, you know, you're really sad and just like need some encouragement. Like who's going to be there for you? And I think that it's so important just as young people that we understand that because when we start phasing people out, I guess, just naturally, or God starts moving people out of our lives, I think it'll just kind of help the process when we start analyzing, like, was that person an acquaintance or were they a friend? So what do you guys think about that? 
No, I, I totally agree with that. And I think it's so important to differentiate between it because it's so much better to know at that point than to get hurt later and then realize, you know, that this person really isn't my friend. And I've learned that throughout my whole life too. And I think it's so true that, you know, those people that you, you're with, it just like you have to be with them through the, the hard times first because that's really when people, you really see people's true colors. I've had so many instances where in my life where I'm not going to say names or anything, but it's like people that I thought were my friends. It's like something happened and then it's like immediate switch. It's like, I never knew you. It's like, you know, where are you now? You were there when you were having so much fun and laughing and this and the third thing. And then I'm sitting here at my lowest point, you know, everyone everybody seems to be like minding their own business and then it's like even though you call them your friends you're sitting there at that lowest point you feel like you have absolutely no one so yeah I think it's very important to differentiate you know between the two because a friend is someone you know that enriches your life you know helps you de-stress and it's just someone who's good to be around you know someone you can talk to about anything and I definitely know that now like you guys like Haley was saying, like, I can so for sure, like, say now that you guys are my friends, because we've cried together, we've laughed together, and I know, like, I can literally trust you guys with anything, and we, I think we say that, like, every single time we meet, we're just like, I, I love you guys, because it's like, I just know, literally, if I was, like, dying, or, like, I needed money for something like you guys would come through because it's like friendship is so important. Like if I didn't have my parents or like my brother or anything, like who's the next person that I would need is my friend. Like I need a friend, you know? So I think that differentiation is so important. And I think, you know, it's important for people to maybe know earlier on, even in middle school age or like, you know, elementary age too, even because I feel like people just, you know, tend to get hurt you know, at that age when they see that, oh, this person really isn't like who I thought they were going to be. And it's just like better to know, I feel like at an earlier age. That's really good. And I feel like there's more when it comes to differentiating between friends and acquaintances. I think personally, it could be a differentiation between sisters, best friends, friends and acquaintances. For instance, an acquaintance as Haley mentioned, is someone you know, you say hi, you say bye, you mind your business, you stay in your lane. Then a friend, they look out for you here and there, but as Aaron mentioned, when stuff happens, they flee. A best friend is someone that sticks by your side, but to me, the difference between a best friend and someone who you would call a sister or a brother is this. A best friend, yes, they are there through the thick and through the thin, but do they help you become a better person? Do they sharpen you? Because the Bible says iron sharpeneth iron. And like, yes, you can have best friends, but like there are people who are your best friend that don't really sharpen you, that don't, you know, are not straight up with you. Because there are people, yes, they are your friend, but like maybe they're afraid of your feelings. That's why they keep their opinions or anything that you need to hear to themselves. But a sister or brother, they are there for you through the thick and thin. They're always watching out for you. And because they're watching out for you, they're like, another version of your mom or another version of your dad they'd be like hey did you do your homework hey you got to go to bed like oh you, you only had like six hours of sleep girl you need like eight hours of sleep because you need that for your mental health okay let's not you know do anything stupid with our brains here but like they always look out for you and even if you don't want to hear it they know both of you you just know it's what's best for you and as they continue to sharpen you as they continue to help you even just by being themselves you look back in the long run and you realize, wow, like this girl is like a ride or die. You know, that's what I consider as a sister, a ride or die. A best friend, yeah, they look out for you, but 
they don't really sharpen you. So yeah, that's all I can say when it comes to like differentiation between friend groups, acquaintances and all that stuff. I think that's really good. And I, I like how we use each other as our examples, because I think that's the most real way that we can express it to everyone. It's like, our friendship like we don't just like have a podcast together like or we just have like common interests and we do this but it's something that is like a friendship it's like we're inviting you guys into like our FaceTime calls literally because this is kind of like what we talk about maybe not as deep but sometimes it does so I wanted to kind of ask you guys a question based off what Demi said about like acquaintances and friends and then she went even deeper with best friends and sisters and brothers so do you guys think that real friendships, based off what Demi um, expressed, is something that's rare in this generation? Or are we just impatient? Like, we're just, like, so quick to just be friends with everybody that, like, we can't make genuine friendships? Or do you just think that people being genuine and being real with one another and developing these real friendships is just something that's super rare? Girl, I muted my mic super quick. I was like, I know the answer to this one. <laughs> No, no. Like to answer your question, I really think like in this generation, especially real friendships are pretty rare. Like you wouldn't think so, maybe. But like, obviously, we live in this generation when you're actually there, it's like in front of your face, you're like, holy crap, like, thank goodness I have the friends that I have, because we've been through the thick and thin. We've seen people's personalities and their sides. And it's like, like, you just stepped all over me. Like literally you just stepped all over me and I didn't expect that from you. And that's what you go do. Like, and it's, it's crazy because it'll be like, a, like, you know, sometimes it'll be like year long friendships where it's like, you know, things are going absolutely great. And it's like, all of a sudden it's like, well, this really was not a real friendship. And I think that, you know, especially like people our, our age and people with like social media and stuff, they want people around just so they can seem popular and just so they can want people around just for that sense of maybe belonging or sense of purpose is just to be included in everything. And I think that's a really big, you know, issue in our generation. Um, that that's something I've definitely like learned a lot of lessons from, you know, about like other people around me. But I think like, especially in our age group and this generation, especially with social media and I, you know, I guess people say clout chasing or whatever they like, just, it's like the quantity of people rather than the quality is, you know, what everybody's after. So I think that's a real problem in our, you know, generation. And it just it, like, people may not think it's that important, but like friendships, they just like fuel you, you know, like they help you establish goals, talk about things when you need them to be talked about. And it's like not having that. It's like, like, what do you, what are you supposed to do? You know, so you need real friends and you need real people around you who, again, who are real and who aren't there just for the sense of being there, you know, and for using you and for stepping all over you. So I think especially within our age group and in our generation, like fake friends is like a real thing. Yes, I agree. And to answer your question, Haley, I do believe that real friendships are rare. Why? Well, it's one word, fear. And as Erin mentioned it, she literally hit the nail with this one. It's the fear of being alone, the fear of not being included. And I, everyone is afraid, okay? Everyone is afraid of being alone. That's why you have kids. That's why you have husbands. That's why you have wives. That's why you're surrounded by people whom you care for. 
And to just be alone, it's a really scary feeling. And people overlook this. I feel that people tend to overlook this. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't mind being alone. But, honey, it's in our human nature. Heck, God created us to not be alone. And I'll be honest, like, I face this here and there. But, like, I used to be those people that wants me included. Heck, even with Instagram the other day, I'm like, ooh, only have this many followers. Oh, that's great. Let me follow this person and hope they follow me back. And when they don't follow me back, I'm like, dang, I really feel so lonely. But, honestly, it just comes down to knowing who you are and knowing that you're surrounded by people who really do give a dime about you, people who care for you. And as long as you know that, then everything should be fine. And like, you don't have to be afraid of being alone. And even in our generation, especially in this time, like, okay, we just graduated from high school, right? We're all getting ready to go to college. And what's the first thing you do when you go to college? Meet people, you socialize. And I was looking at this video the other day and like people keep telling you, oh yeah, like the first week of college, people will always have this front. They'll be so friendly. They'll be like, hi, my name is Stacy. Nice to meet you. You should join our sorority or our club. And like, you just see a wave of people, you know, forcing themselves upon you, but it's not who they are. Five months pass, you don't even know who they are. You don't even know their name. They don't even know who you are. They'd be like, oh yeah, that's that girl from the street. I forgot who she was. And so it's all about just, you know, being included, that fear of being not included. But yeah, it's going to be okay. You move forward, you're going to lose people, you're going to gain people. But as long as you got people that love you, then girl, you good. (laughs) Okay. So yeah. I think that's, that's really good um, about the fear of losing people. And I do think that sometimes it appears, especially like on Instagram and stuff, like people kind of throw other people under the bus super quick it's like one minute you see them posting their best friends and then the next they're on live just like telling all their business they calling them out their name saying that she thinks she's all that and she's really not and I'm like weren't you guys just best friends like that's weird but with that being said and we see kind of like in this generation how people kind of like are friends and they're not and then going back to the topic of circles and pyramids, what do you guys think about the whole part of like closing of your circle? Because I mean, for me, I could say like I have two friends, which are you guys, of course. I don't have a lot of genuine friends. I have a lot of acquaintances. I will say that. And I have fun with acquaintances. You know, acquaintances can be fun. You can. And I think we should talk about that first before I ask the other question. Understanding categorizing circles. Because for me, I can tell you guys everything and we have great conversations. It can be lighthearted. It can be super deep. But I think sometimes when you get to acquaintances, people don't know how to differentiate between like, you know, like how far to go with an acquaintance. Like, you know, who like what what do you in the sense of like, what are you going to tell that acquaintance? Like you can't tell everybody everything, you know, like there's certain things that I can share with you guys that I couldn't share with. An acquaintance because they don't have that same respect as you that's what I meant by that um because it didn't come out, come out the way yeah um <laughs> so what do you guys think about like categorizing circles like do you think that's effective something that we could apply to like maybe have more genuine general and genuine friendships in this generation or do what do you think could help that 
I think the categorization of like these circles is very common. I feel like I'm kind of guilty for like kind of putting up a front like towards different people and like maybe being more friendly to one person than the other. Um, I've, I've done that a lot in my life and I totally agree. Like with friends, I feel like it's so much easier to talk to about literally everything. Like you guys, especially I have like more friends too. And I talk to them about everything people I've known for like a really long time. And you guys, I know I can talk to about everything, but I've definitely noticed with like a acquaintances and other people it's like you can't bring up like certain topics in front of them and you know it's just like a lot harder to talk to so I was saying like yeah with you guys it's a lot easier to talk to about deep things things like you know I have trouble with but definitely with acquaintances it's like you know sometimes I can put a different friend sometimes there's like close if that makes sense they're not exactly friends but they're like closer acquaintances like I feel like there's acquaintances and like closer acquaintances you can get a little bit deeper with but not like you know full like oh yeah this is my whole life story like this is what happened today there's you know there's I feel like um there's people like that yeah I feel like there's definitely like a categorization with circles and like I think that's important too because you do need people to like you know hang out with and talk to like you know you can talk about anything but then there's people like you guys and like my best friends where it's like you know my ride or die like I need I need you to talk to you about this like this is what happened today this happened you know so I don't think the categorization of um circles is like a bad thing I feel like it's kind of needed because there are certain people like you can talk to about certain things and then you know there's other people where it's like you know you're cool like hang out friend you know you can just like laugh and banter and this and the third thing so I don't think it's really like a bad thing but I feel like you know it's kind of needed because there's you know different kinds of people <laughs> but yeah that's my take on that I definitely agree with Erin like I'm not gonna talk to an acquaintance and be like girl guess what happened to my other friend guess what happened to my mama like she did something my sister did something like let me just spill the tea I'm not gonna do that to an acquaintance because they don't know me and who knows, maybe they have a blabber mouth and go talk to somebody else. So it comes down to having a trust. If you trust someone to carry maybe a secret or something that's very personal to you, then yeah, go tell them. They're more than just an acquaintance. They're best friends or a sister, as I just previously talked about. So again, it comes down to having that trust and just being cautious. And I agree with Anne. there's nothing wrong with you know categorizing friend groups. Because it all comes down to just knowing who you're talking to, who you are around people. Like for me, when I'm with you guys, I am a goofball. I am my complete self. But when I am with somebody else that's not a sister of mine, I'm cordial. I'm respectful. But I also stay in my lane and mind my business. So it just comes down to knowing who you talk to, knowing people, and having trust. That's really good. Also, I wanted to just like ask you guys a question. I know we were kind of like discussing our friend groups a little bit. So I know like we all kind of said like as we've gotten older, like our friend groups have gotten like smaller and smaller and smaller. And I just wanted to ask you guys like individually, like what difference has that made in your guys' life? And like if it has there been like positive changes, negative changes, is there anything you want to change like, you know, with your friend groups? And I was, I was going to like ask you that individually. That's a really good question, because honestly, I was just going to ask you guys pretty much the same question. Um, I think for me, of course, there's a lot of I don't want to say a lot, but there is heartache that comes with closing of the circle, especially when you kind of learn as you grow. And I think all of us kind of shared that in different testament, how 
Like I had to learn as I got older, the difference between acquaintances and friends and sisters and all that things like as I went. And of course, my parents and other like older relatives told me about it. But I think when you're in the moment of like this high, like of having all these friends or so-called friends and people around you, whether through sports or whatever, you just don't see it closing. So to answer your question, I think there is heartache of sudden changes, but in the process, to me, I think it helped me one, appreciate the meaning in the relationships that come with true friendship. Because I like, I think when you understand something, and you have like skin in the game, you appreciate it more. Like, for example, like if you bought your phone yourself and like you pay your phone bill, like the appreciation for the phone like goes above and beyond because you put money into it. Like you invested that paycheck or whatever you did towards that phone. So when you kind of go through things with people and like you've learned and you've lost certain people and those like same core friends that you have now in that circle are still the same, you appreciate them as individuals and also the role that you, they play in your life. Um, and I think also with closing of the circle, it helped me to kind of mature, like, and take a minute before I'm quick to say like, oh yeah, that's my new friend. Or like, that's my friend. Like it's like now I'm not saying that I'm like jaded. Cause I don't want people to think that because of different situations, I have this wall built up. Like I can't develop any new friendships because that's not the case. Like I think we're all friendly people and we're all like great at meeting people and really kind. But I think now I'm like, okay, you've got to go through something with me before you're my friend. Like you, I'm not just going to say that's my friend. Like we're cool. Like we can do things. But I think when you, when your circle starts to close, you start respecting yourself a little more. Like not that you're stuck up like, oh yeah, I can't be this person's friend. And like, they have to have this criteria, but like, you just don't put up with like fake fake friendships like because you're able to see what a genuine friendship looks like you don't want anybody or anything to come along and disrupt what you've already built with other people and then disrupt what you've built within yourself being because you've got to be your friend first before you're able to be anyone else's friend so I think those are some of the things I've learned with closing of circles so Haley just answered my question she literally said everything so kudos to you (laughs) to add on to what Haley said honestly I would just say what I've learned is that as my circle became shorter and shorter and as it closed I you know became more mature and more confident in myself because when I'm with people you know in that big circle I was immature of course I had no clue what I was doing with my life and I wasn't really confident I was always having a low self-esteem because I see other people doing stuff that seems popular in the view but here I am trying to like put up with them being like okay I have to do this I have to do that because they're doing it because they're doing that and it's not healthy so I just quit doing what other people do because if you do what other people do you're not being you yourself So it just comes down to knowing who I am as a person, acknowledging my flaws, acknowledging my strengths, and knowing that if that other person doing that, if that other person is doing what they're doing, then I'll just let them do what they do and I'll do me boo boo. So yeah, 
that basically sums that up. And does anyone else have anything to say? Erin, Haley? I just want to say that um, I think closing of your circle is so intentional, especially like for Christians and just people that trust God, because he doesn't want you to be with people that like don't fit the plan that he has for you. That doesn't mean like if Aaron is going to be just say she's going to be an astronaut. It doesn't mean that all of us have to be astronauts to be friends. But there's a certain mindset that like that she needs as she's going on that journey like you don't know like if she's going to go off to school to be the astronaut and she needs like a professor that's like giving her a hard time like god and she needs these specific friends that are going to help like motivate her or give her that encouragement to keep going that maybe other people that were old in her circle couldn't provide for her so I think that's also like an encouragement to keep in mind because sometimes when we think of like oh my goodness my circle is going to close like what's the point of that like we don't see any purpose and while we could say like how we've matured sometimes that's not enough to like motivate people to really understand like the importance of having your circle closed and it's going to go organically it doesn't mean like tomorrow like you're going to have no friends like no that's not the case like First of all, you always have a friend in the Lord. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And once you first put him as your friend and then you start to love yourself as a friend, like you'll find the perfect people. Well, not fine, but they'll come to you because I've always known Demi and Aaron. Like, well, when I changed schools, I've always known them. But I think as I got older and started to be a better friend of myself, I could see like, oh, my gosh, these are my friends like right in front of me. Like I'm looking over them, like trying to be friends with this person. And like and then when I was ready to be the type of friend that they needed, it just kind of all organically came together. So that's what I want to say. No, I really love that and the way you like said that so perfectly because when like I feel like with examining our friendship, I can't really find a date or time where it's like, oh, we just like became friends. But like when you really said that where it's like you like attract the people that you're supposed to be with, I think that's so true. And it's crazy how it took so long for us to like finally like filter out like our surroundings and finally end up with like the three of us. So I really love like, cause I just I realized that, like, as you were saying, I was like, oh my gosh, like, that's so true. Like, we really did, like, attract each other. And, like, that's how pretty much it came to be. It wasn't, like, a certain day. It was, like, sort of, like, over time. Um, But something I wanted to put in, like, as something I, like, I learned, like, you know, when it comes to the whole, like, circles and pyramids thing, I feel like now that I've narrowed down my friend group, I feel like it's a lot easier for me to sort of read people and kind of, like, sense their intentions before, like, anything (laughs) really happens, because, like, I know what I want in a friend now, and I kind of, like, can identify, like, the traits that I like and, like, traits that I dislike, and that's totally to back up what Haley said, like, it doesn't mean, like, I'm trying to be rude or, like, you know, stubborn, be like, oh, I only want this kind of person because, you know, everybody's different, but it's just, like, you can kind of tell now, I feel like, you know, because I know who my friends are and the characteristics are kind of, like, the same when it comes to you guys, I can kind of know, like, what someone's intentions are and, like, you know, what they're really here for. And like, if they're here for a short time, it's like, you genuinely want to be friends. Because I know before I had you, before I had you guys, and I was like, you know, in elementary, middle school, it was like any person that came along, you know, it's like that first day of school. And like, you talk to people and that little girl, she's like, oh, you want to be friends? You're like, yeah, sure. Yeah, forever. Like, you know, and it's just, it's so quick. Like your answer is like so quick. Um, But I think like, it's, I feel like I've definitely matured in being like, okay, like I can kind of read the snakes if that makes sense. Like I know who the snake is and like, you know, who know who the real person is. Um, So I think that's, 
definitely something that's come with you know having a close friend group because it's just I feel like now that I do I feel like I get hurt a lot less like how that I did in like middle school and like early high school so that's just something I wanted to say <laughs> Ailey's class yes. yes I should give you a round of applause too yes that was Sarah wonderful was just literally just that was she said, get rid of them she said now that the circle's closed yes I get hurt less I could not yes. have said that better <laughs> I could not. That would have took me eight hours to get to the point. She just summed it up, wrapped it up, yes. in all of 15 She was like, I read some snakes, and now <laughs> I know how to see the snakes, and now yes. I can get rid of the elephant in the room. Wow. The prophetess. Yes, prophetess. No, not the prophetess. No, it's yeah. just the truth, and we're just showing you guys the truth and what's real. So. And the truth is you free, baby. Okay? <laughs> okay. Well, y'all, you heard it. Oh, that's with all of this. I think Demi, you need to give us that snack because I'm getting oh, a little, um, a little parts. Well, my snack is ice cream. You know, it's summer. It's hot. We need something cool and tasty. So why not talk about ice cream? Because ice cream is cool. And do you want to know what else is cool? Driving without your parents. But, 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 keeping your eyes on the road, okay? I'm saying this based on personal experience. In fact, this morning, I almost got into a car accident. Because <laughs> I was looking at an old lady. And I almost <laughs> turned the wrong direction. And this white truck was honking. So, word of advice, pay attention. Keep your eyes on the road. Don't look at pedestrians too much, okay? And yeah, everything shall be swell. Everything shall be okay. Your friend group shall be okay, okay? Everything will be all right. So yeah, that's all. Don't forget to read the snakes, <laughs> as Erin mentioned. Don't forget to be honest with yourself. Don't forget to trust yourself and to trust your people and to know who's your acquaintance, your sister, your best friend, your friend, blah, 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 okay? And don't forget to... Bye-bye. Bye, guys.